Jill and Jack here. Hello. Welcome to the House Academy Show, entertaining real estate investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about what makes a successful house wholesaler. I would like just to point out something. You know, the way you just started the show just had a nice ring to it. <laughs> oh, because you're first now? Yeah. Like, you know what we decided? I was first there, but I wasn't first on the names. Maybe we should, are we, what we decided, it, are we easing into it? And it's been this way all along, but it was brought to our attention, my attention recently that, hey, Jack, it's not about you, man. <laughs> hey, Jill, it's all about you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're just a sidekick. You're just the guy who's uh, standing there trying to make everybody look a little bit more intelligent. Just trying to. <laughs> <laughs> the one who's doing the math. The, the man behind the curtain. <laughs> the other thing, too, is that Jack and Jill sounds, you know, like we're selling nursery rhymes. Exactly. So we thought we'd go with Jill and Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it probably confuses the hell out it of It makes you think. I hope it does. We'll see. We'll find out. Before we get into it, <laughs> let's take a question posted by one of our members on the houseacademy.com online community. It's free. Okay. Aaron asks, what exactly is SPS, which is a smart pricing service, from offers to owners. Have any of you used it? And I see someone's already weighed in and answered here. Kelly said, uh, that, is that an abbreviation for smart pricing service? Yes. Uh, if so, yes, I've used it in for, for a big list and it's definitely worth it. So without getting <laughs> too into it and too brainy, can I got I some instructions going? today about how, to, how the show should go, how we should record this <laughs> well, show. Hold on a here's, little bit. here's the instructions. Oh, no. Hey, uh, Steve. Jack. Can you tone it down and just stop making this so brainy and so really not interesting? <laughs> well, I'm right on the interesting part. We like the brainy part. That part's So I'm going to sit quietly and listen today. No, that's not the truth. Okay, so here's the deal. One of the things that we do when we're doing our pricing, we, we all come up with our own, we have our own way of evaluating these assets, right? Looking at what's available. Um, but let's take a step back. We all know, if you don't, you should and you do now, that Zillow, Trulia, Redfin, Realtor, Datatree, all these companies spend a lot of money to put together their own unique algorithms for pricing properties. That's why when you go on something like uh, Realtor.com, it gives you its value. It's not a made up number. It's looking at comps, what's available, what's sold, uh, probably square footage. I'm hoping the size of lots in there, three bed, two bath, whatever it is. Um, they all, I'm sure they all do uh, a version. I don't know all the details and I don't need to get all the details here now, but they do some version of, of a, a um, informative, elevated, smart uh, pricing. So what we do is- It's an algorithm. Yeah, it's an algorithm. Do you want to continue it? Yeah, so if you'll notice, uh, if you look up your home address yeah. on Zillow, Trulia, Redfin, Datatree, it's all different. But they're all not crazy, crazy different. One's not 500,000 and one's 1 1.2. Right. In very rare cases, that's the situation. Thank you. So they all have their different take on how what's in that algorithm. Um, the ones that are my favorite are that lean heavily on recent sales or recent listings, not so much on the asset itself. Right. Uh, and then they look at the lot side and the square footage. So is one better than the other? I don't know, but we don't judge. We just line them all up next to each other and take the average. Okay. And so it's a lot of work to look up all those properties and uh, we're working on automating that. 
so that you just hit a button and it, and it goes out and, and brings all this, uh, those that data back into the spreadsheet in the correct format. But until then, a human has to do it, and we choose we choose our virtual assistant team in the Philippines. Right. So we saw that on offers to owners. You can go in and you could put it. I don't care if it's ten units or ten thousand units. We hit them with twenty thousand. Yeah. You know, and then they'll yeah, work yeah. on it. it. Takes a couple, depending how many it is. It might take hours. It might take a day. It's never taken longer than 48 hours, and we do some 20,000 unit plus mailers exactly. often. And they sit and look up all those numbers and put them in for you and send it right back. Yeah. So, and then it's great because then from there, uh, Jack still does, still does his magic, if you will. Um, and that he uses that as a tool yeah. to price our offers. Exactly. And it's very, very um, accurate. It's right. way more accurate and more fun than the values that we come up with to buy land. Right. That's more of an art. This is more it's of a true. science. It's very true. Today's topic, what makes a successful house wholesaler? This is the meat of the show. You go first. What do you think? After I get my keyboard thing done. Okay. Is everything working okay there? <laughs> Before we say, you know, we talk about what a, su a successful wholesaler is, let's just define it. What is a house wholesaler? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to see if our answer is the same. If you didn't see that, for those of you who are not watching, I raised my hand. <laughs> pretty good. Uh, and no, I wasn't always that kid in high school that always had an answer for everything. Usually in high school, by the way, I was in the back going, please don't pick me. Don't make eye contact. Like, I, even if I know the answer, let's just let somebody else go. It's too much work. I'm, I'm over here doing my thing. I'm only here because I have to be here. So, um, anyway. This morning, Jill and I were having breakfast together, and we were talking, for whatever reason, we were talking about when we were little kids and oh, yeah. how our parents reacted to stuff and how, <laughs> as parents, we are. Like, we, you know, Jill and I just walk around and say, gosh, we're the coolest parents there ever was. Uh -huh. I'm all parents probably say that. Anyway. I said, what was it like when you were a kid? And she said, I broke a lot of glass. <laughs> I, said, I said, my dad, my dad was that, really. What is that? Kind of, did you really break so a lot funny. of glass? A lot of them. <laughs> so yeah, my dad was pretty chill. Anything happened, my dad's like, eh, just come on. Can you get your act together here? My mom's was not that way. No, and so for some reason, I seem to drop glasses a lot. My mom would always have a fit. And like, whether it was emptying the dishwasher or just getting them from the table to the kitchen, I have no idea why. I, actually, I do think I know why. I'm, I, I, you know what? This is, this is Jill therapy. I want to hear this too. Do you know why? I have been and forever will be someone who wants to make less trips than more trips <laughs> to and from the car, Me too. to and from the kitchen, to and from anywhere. So what do yeah. I do? Oh, I load Overload. up, man. And so I'm sure that's why. I was probably balancing 16 things because I thought I could do it in one trip and I was willing to make to risk it, to try. So what happens is I'm always dropping something. That's why. <laughs> when I was uh, when the kids were little, I was trying to always trying to be a better parent, you know. So I was read these books about parenting, and one of the things that stuck with me forever was uh, this person who wrote this book. I don't remember even what book it was. They said there's a really big difference between telling your child that they made a mistake and telling them that they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> 
like they can be psychologically damaging oh forever. Gosh. Like, what if somebody you, says you made a mistake, you, stupid? <laughs> that's why. You drop a glass. It's not that you know Joe doesn't make her right. a bad person. No. She just made a mistake. Exactly. And my parents did not know the difference between that. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. No, I got in trouble for the incident, not for being an idiot. That's true. <laughs> Never mind, I was an idiot. My parents, my parents' whole take on the thing was, you know, this is just another incident that confirms what we knew all along. Oh, <laughs> oh no, you're not that bright. In a long, long list of examples that you continue to add to, this is the most recent one. Nice. <laughs> Check. We knew that was going to happen. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so back to what is a successful wholesaler? What is a wholesaler? A wholesaler is not what you see on HGTV. That is a rehabber. We don't want any part of that. Our group is packed full of people who can't stand, have thrown their long thrown their tools away. Yeah. <laughs> we want to buy an asset for 70% of what it's worth-ish, Mark it up, ten to fifty thousand dollars, let's say ballpark, and sell it to the person who's going to clean it up or rehab it. We are wholesalers. It's the easiest thing. I love it. And imagine this, because you're only dealing with other investors. You're not dealing with the realtor who has the couple in the car who wants to drive by and look at it, and then bring the kids, and maybe even have a picnic there to see if they, the view's that good. You never know. Occasionally, we find we hit an asset. We buy an asset that's looks great and we reach we decide incorrectly to or retail do a lipstick it. flip kind of thing yeah we maybe change carpet out or something and that's it right and every single time we do that we regret it we kick ourselves later <laughs> it hasn't happened much this year yeah we did one last year but we made a hundred grand on it but we have to catch ourselves it took you know f f four or five months to sell i think so much more work yeah and a lot, a lot of, phone of talking calls, a lot yeah. of real estate agent real estate agent contact so if, you're, yeah. if you listen to the show at all, you know how we feel about that. Exactly. You know, the thing is, too, when you're dealing with people who are just like you and the like mind, you bought it for cash, they're coming in with cash, you know, they love that you have the inspection, you hand it to them. All they need to do is walk it once and they're done. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. I mean, and that's... And if you do it right, you're selling to the same person over and over again, too, yes. or the same five, eight, ten people per market. Exactly. So I think we're describing not only what a wholesaler is, but what a successful wholesaler well, is. That's a wholesaler. So that's great, Steve. Uh, you know, thanks for the definition. <laughs> I could have done this myself actually, online. If you're actually still listening, here's the topic. <laughs> <laughs> a successful wholesaler is data-centric. The asset itself is merely the result of the manipulation uh, uh, of assessor data and how you've utilized it and looked at it and looked at the market. Right. We are data people that happen to sell, buy and sell real estate. Yeah. We could be data people that happen to buy and sell stock. We, true. we know people that are like that, very successful people. We could be doing this with Extremely cars, successful, yeah. Boats. But it's data first. So mm -hmm. that's, in my mind, what makes a successful wholesaler. But I'm the acquisition guy. And so, and I designed all this, this whole, put this whole thing together from scratch. Like I, I came up with it somehow, I don't know why. Really, because I didn't want to talk on the phone. Jill, when, you know, once the mail gets out, if you listen to last, yesterday's show or whenever it aired, the most recent show before this, I'm done when the, when the mail goes out, I'm done. 
What makes a successful wholesaler then is Jill. Every single person in our group who does very, very well is on the phone all day. All day. That's what this business is. And so I don't want, I think they're once you in a You mean getting the inbound calls? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'm not like call out, outbound calls. It's inbound, inbound calls. Inbound calls yeah, responding to the mailer. Yeah, I want to make that really mailer. clear. Yeah. You know what, that's what's interesting. I'm going to just say real quick, we talked about this the last show too. You know, we're just with a couple last weekend who thought they knew what we do and realized they have no idea what we do. <laughs> Which is, a, we don't talk about it anyway. We're out having fun. And it was so cute, right? We, yeah, it's not, we, trust me, we don't bring this they, up. They didn't make a mistake. No. Is what I'm saying. Oh, no, no, no. But what's funny is people, and I, and, and I can see where they get this. They think this is a cold calling environment. Mm-hmm. It's not. There's no outbound calls. No it's concept all is. inbound. You and send I'm, out thousands and thousands of letters and then, yeah. You know, if you can envision these people opening their mail, all of them simultaneously sitting at their kitchen table, there's only going to be a handful of them that have chosen themselves as a potential seller now. You right. just kind of rattled the cage. Uh, then they, they've said, you know, wow, this is perfect timing. I do want to sell this. I, I was just talking to my wife a couple of days ago. We need to sell this house. Right. We need to move back to Boston. We need to fill in the blank. Right. So they choose you. We don't choose them. Exactly. And so 20 or 30 people are going to identify themselves as a seller per mailer. And maybe three, four, five of those people, the deals actually make sense all the way through. Right. From a financial perspective and a location and all that stuff. Right. That's, that's on, a, on a, that, those numbers apply to how many unit mailer that went um, out? For, for houses? Yeah. Uh, oh, those numbers, well, let's just back, it, back into it this way. Okay. For, it's, it's, I feel very safe in saying that between 1,200 oh. and 4,000 people. You wanna answer, answer this on the air? Yeah. All right, I'm gonna answer real inbound. This is a seller calling me back. It could, who knows what this is gonna be. Ready, here we go. Hi, this is Jill. Okay, I called this morning. I got one of your, uh, what do they call it? purchase price things? Yes. Giving, okay, and I called you this morning because I want to be taken, I want this name to be taken off your list. Okay. Paul Ronberg at 1435. Well, after the family did a little bit of research, they want to make sure that you do that because it's really worth three times that much. Okay. When you send things out, as you know, if it's for the seniors that you probably research sometimes. I don't. Go ahead and agree. How no. How are these done? I, I do my, you know what? I'll tell you, and here in Southern California, it's tricky because what, it's based, a lot of it, it's based, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but there are, you know, the way things are valued here in California and what they're really worth sometimes are very different. I totally understand that. And the, it's a good thing because we all know that you don't want to run down right now to the assessor and say, hey, I'm paying you too little in taxes. You all think my property's worth less. We, we like it that way. So that's part of the thing. So the bigger question is, so, and I know sometimes they're off, and I apologize. I did the best I can. But if that price doesn't work and you do want to sell, what price would work? And I'll show a look at that. Oh, yeah. Oh, they've already done it. They're not selling. Oh, okay. So it doesn't matter what. I could have offered you three times what you really think it is, well, and you don't want him. He's only 92. He's 92. He's not dead yet, so they're not selling. Oh, okay. So no, nobody, want, nobody wants so to we sell. Don't, we don't want to get any more things like this because we don't get them very often. 
I understand. And if it's disturbing because if someone isn't here to open the mail, then, you know, it creates other problems. Okay. Confusion. No problem. And so that's another, if you have a grandfather or a grandmother I do. or something, and they go, oh, this hand's good, and they, and they sign papers. Oh, no, we would... Oh, no, I wouldn't let it get to that point, too, by the way. I would make sure and do my homework and make sure everybody's on board. So, and exactly. Yeah. Don't yeah, even worry so about that. I just want to clear that it's taken off. Because I don't think they're going to sell it, you know. That's, that's a whole different thing. Event. Well, you know what, though? Okay. If someday, save save it. And, you know, who knows? Someday, if something changes and you and you yeah. do want to sell it let me know and you can call back and say hey jill i know i got this you know crazy offer from you two years ago but you know what yeah. we do want to sell and here's the price um and you said you do it quick and fast you know i might be interested so just let me know okay, in the file. okay. okay. all righty thank you i wanted to know what was what because otherwise i'd be thinking about it and going what yeah. <laughs> exactly so Doing no problem. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Okay. Okay. You never know. That is how you take an inbound phone call. Thank you, Jill. In a very firm uh, and very respectful tone, turned that call all the way around. Thank you. She she was mad. You could you could hear it in the beginning. At the end, she was thanking Joe. Yeah. And that is what it takes. Thank you. I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Because I know I say stuff on these shows sometimes, and you're like, ugh. You know. Go ahead. <laughs> if that is not in your skill set, what you just saw and heard, this is, business is going to be very hard for you. Right. And you have to say that with these people. You know, you'd be surprised how many phone calls that I have taken in the last 48 hours that I got a number out of them. They're like, oh, okay, well, let me tell you. If it was this much money, I would be interested. Okay, now we know. And so then I go back and we do our work and then sometimes yeah. it works. Exactly. It's still a good number. But to finish my thought, um, absolutely, Jill. To finish my thought, I don't have that talent that Jill has. I, I have it if I, I can, I, it's in here. <laughs> I just don't wanna do it. That's yeah. the truth. So I stick to the data piece and all. And so if you're like, you know, you're probably chances are you're either like me or you're like Jill. Yeah. And if you find a partner that's the opposite, you're going to do just great. Exactly. You know, I, our, when we, I've said this a million times on the air since 2015. When I teamed up with Jill, our revenue quadrupled Thanks. like that week because she goes, does what it takes to on the phone with these buyers and sellers and just and gets them, gets them to do what she wants them to do. It's classic Dale Carnegie stuff. Yeah. And they don't even have any idea that it's happening. I live with her, and she does it to me all the time. That's it. <laughs> I just don't think, I don't even think it's that. It's not, it's not manipulation. It's really more, uh, it's just figuring out if they really want to sell or not. What's going on? It's not manipulating anything. It's getting to the bottom of it's it. helpful. So, and if they, and you know what, and if she doesn't want to, like, she doesn't want to sell, I'm not going to beat her up. Who cares? Yeah. But someday they might. Well, you know, she just told me the guy's 92. Well, you know what? He might not make it to 100. Not, I'm not trying to be mean or anything, but, you know, hey, that doesn't mean yeah. I'm a bad person. Maybe my, my offer was off. Who flipping cares? For the record, yeah. we don't target. We I don't, don't 
target. There's no age or mm-hmm. there's no way to look at that necessarily. We don't data. look at the obituaries. <laughs> Could you imagine? We just send it. We don't do that. We don't do back tax price properties. Per, price per square foot anal- analysis. That exactly. letter just happened to get to somebody who was older. Right. That that's it. The twenty the year old one, down the, the block got, got one too. Yeah. <laughs> so he just bought his first thing. He got a letter too. So that's exactly right. And doesn't he probably just bought it six months ago? Who knows? That property is zoned and priced the way we want it. Exactly. So um, I think we covered it. That was good. <laughs> we know your time is valuable. Thanks for spending some of it with us today. Join us next time for another interesting episode. And we answer your questions posted on our online community that you can find at houseacademy.com. It is free. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. That was kind of fun. I think that was incredibly informative. I hope so. I was hoping when it rang that it would be like a deal. I know. Because that'd be cool. That would be good. Well, I'll keep doing this on these shows now and then. You know, yeah. if I have a good, when the call comes in, if you don't, it's not, I'll just answer it. I think it, you know what? It helps everybody. I think it's great. You got to get over, and you just got to, a lot of people are afraid of those calls. You got to get over the hurdle, you know? Yeah. And it's okay. Well, you know, I had a great call today earlier, too. I had one that turned out that she didn't want to sell. She's a buyer. I could tell. She thinks I want, because she's already down the process of doing their own. We hit another investor who's already um, redoing the property. She's thinking she's going to sell to me now when it's current, and when it's done, that's not what I want. Slash, however, now I can queue up deals to her. She's a buyer. It's really yeah. good. The House Academy Daily Show remains commercial-free for you, our loyal listener. Wherever you are watching, wherever you are listening, please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are, are Jill and Jack. Jack. Inspiration and information to buy undervalued property. <laughs>